Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. And David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And we love talking about sex and sexuality and relationships and consent and communication. And hope our discussions help help open up your dialogue about great sex because... Great sex matters and we all deserve it. And on today's show, we have some amazing guests who are all in a different type of alternative lifestyle, part of the kink and BDSM community, all talking about how they live their own unique lifestyle. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David broadcasting on location from the pool deck of the Crystal Symphony Cruise with luxury lifestyle vacations. And today we are sailing through one of the most beautiful parts of Alaska. We're going through one of the fjords. There's icebergs in the water. We just went by a glacier this morning. We saw two whales. It is probably one of the most spectacular pieces of scenery we've ever seen in the world. And boy, do we have a special guest for you today we have the amazing Jen Porter she's the naughty piano girl entertainer singer songwriter everything all around perfect and fun (laughs) welcome Jen thank you so much for having me again Carol and David we had so much fun with you on our last show when we met you in naughty New Orleans and so much has been happening for you in this past year go ahead give us some of the news what's going on with you definitely well I continue to work um, about eight to nine months of the year working in the Caribbean and Europe I don't get to always be as naughty as I'd like, but there are some places that uh, I can push some boundaries a little bit and talk about things people don't always understand. So speaking, which is about, speaking about pushing boundaries, Jen is here topless with her gorgeous tits Yay. just showing out. <laughs> what about me, your, baby? Your tits are beautiful, but you have your bikini okay, on. Okay, here you goes. She was naked before, she for the was. record. So let's take Woo-hoo, that top off. There the we go. And later on, we're going to talk to Laura from Naked News. So you're just like getting warmed okay, up for this. For sure. Oh, you know, a warm up is always a good thing. It I is. think no, all I day should be foreplay. I only put my bathing suit on so we could take some photos for Facebook. Oh, yes. We're I back have to at do it Facebook now. approved. Yes. And we just saw Harry and Amanda from Hito walk by. Hey, Hi, Harry guys. and Amanda from Hito. I'm wearing my Hito shorts. Today's theme is Under the Sea. So the mermaids fit perfectly. Oh, Perfect. Beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> So you're still working in the Caribbean and doing your naughty show? Yes, yes, absolutely. The naughty show we've done now, uh, gosh, I've worked for a couple of years now for Bob and Tess Hannaford with Couples Cruise. And this is my first time working with LLV. And so far, it is unparalleled. Shout out to Claudia and Pepe. So for people who don't remember that show last year, give us a little bit of a rundown of what your naughty show's all about and how cool it is. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I always try to read my audience no matter what, because I can be quite raunchy, not just naughty, but quite, I like to push people's boundaries. I like to see where the line should be. I'm not going to pay attention to it. I'm going to cross it if possible in just the right way. Um, similarly with BDSM, where you're trying to kind of push someone's limits and boundaries just enough to where it's an experience without being something that's actually offensive. So I've been enjoying, um, with lifestyle events, 
using some kink and fetish in my shows. Um, and so you sit at the piano and you sing. That's yes. one of the first things we'll... I do. And she's such an amazing singer. Oh, my gosh, Oh, well, yes. thank you. That's yes. my actual job. I happen to be an actual musician and entertainer that happens to be lifestyle. So um, sometimes I think there's a lot of entertainment that is not necessarily professional entertainers. This ship is absolutely not that. These are all amazing professional entertainers. I know some of the other entertainers, Larry Class, who's been on Bliss Cruises. He and I have a bunch of mutual friends in the musical world there, so yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, and so you do your show naked? So yes, in the past I've done my show. Well, we have to wear a little, you Pasties. know, it's supposed to be the three points as it were. It's, it's not that simple. She doesn't just get naked. You gotta buy her a beer. You gotta <laughs> give her it's a true. Kiss. It's true. And then I will take my underwear and remove them. Yeah. And uh, what I had done in past shows was put down a towel on the bench. And so I'll play the entire show. And uh, when I take a break, I take the towel and see if anybody would like to have a sniff. It's uh -huh. a specific kink. Um, some people very much lean in and say yes please you and other people are kind of like no thank you <laughs> <laughs> but that's definitely a type of fetish I mean we have mm -hmm. so many people that want to buy Carol's used underwear yes so it's just one of those things we don't judge and you know uh, whatever is a fetish a kink and it makes you happier sexier better in your life in your relationship so be it so be it absolutely I agree with that as well as long as it's always the safe, sane, and consensual. Yes. As long as the, both parties are uh, happy with the exchange. I mean, I'd be happy to cook panties for people and send them <laughs> in the mail. I honestly think that would be really fun for me because there's mindfulness about doing it. There's a mindfulness and, and that sense of arousal and keeping the energy, whether you know them or not, whether they're next to you or not. And I like that idea of having that constant arousal. And, and mindfulness about and it. whatever turns them on is okay with you. As long as it's okay with me and it's okay with you, then great. And if it's not your kink, then you just say, that's not my kink and move on. You so, know? so let's go on. Tonight you're going to be playing in uh, the lounge at the front of the ship. Yes. How do, how do your shows transpire? What do you do to get people into it? Your songs are absolutely fantastic. You've taken the best songs in the world and make them as naughty and rude. <laughs> you have done that on several great there songs. There are yes. several songs that have some very lovely alternate lyrics. Yes, indeed. It makes for a fun sing-along, absolutely. I agree. You know, when, when I play Sweet Caroline with vanilla audiences, I, I'm just, I play it every night of my fucking life. Uh -huh. It's not as fun for me until I can teach them some alternate uh -huh. lyrics. Uh -huh. So for instance, when we do Sweet Caroline, instead of ba-ba-ba, you can say, suck, suck my, my dig, dig, or lick my clit, yeah. or, yep. Uh -huh. and, and then I like to see if other people get creative about what they want to say, too. And, and who's joining in and who's not. That's exactly. always the fun part, right? And what's, what's really cool is, you know, Jen's piano lounge um, part of the, of the show of the evening goes on when other things are going on in the ship as well. There's the big show in the main lounge, there's the bar, there's the drinking, there's obviously the playroom, then people are fucking in their own rooms. But it's amazing how people take the time to go see Jen because she's just such an amazing performer. Because it's well, a lot of fun, you. that's why. It's funny that you say that also because when I first started working for Bob and Tess, Bob said to me very candidly, 
don't be uh, disappointed if by the end of your show there aren't so many people. It's just because the playrooms are open. <laughs> right, everyone's right. lubricated now and everyone's ready to go and we've been drinking and partying. I said, I understand. And that's you putting them in the mood, right? Well, yes, yeah, I hope so. Go. Absolutely. But However, it's however, after Jen's show, we know where we can find her up in the dungeon. <laughs> True. I tend to uh, gravitate towards the dungeon. And even before I knew that I was one who gravitated towards the dungeon, I was drawn to uh, a lot of a lot of things for BDSM, mostly sensation and um, things like I talk about it like sweet and salty. I don't really enjoy pain myself. I'm not much of a masochist, but I sure love getting an A-plus on my report card. <laughs> so for me, I find a great satisfaction in the discipline and the power exchange. As a very dominant person myself, uh, I'm actually in a power exchange relationship where I'm the submissive. Oh, look. I'm goddess, owned and goddess, collared. Goddess Phoenix just sat down. We're going to have her on Phoenix. it in a little bit. Goddess Phoenix knows of which I speak. Um, and sometimes so for very dominant energy people, it's it's really a release. It's really a uh, it's it's a relief to let someone else take control and, and tell me what to do. And you've incorporated that into your new album. Tell us about your new album. I have. It's true. Uh, I, this is my fifth album. I released it in January. It's called What's Next. Uh, if you search my name, Jen Porter, on iTunes or Spotify, you can find all the music. Um, there is a song uh, called Insatiable, and the chorus is, are your hands ready to mark my skin? Is your mouth ready to taste my sin? May I feed myself to your wolf within? I'm your good girl. I'm ready. Let's begin. Oh, that's Jen, the good girl. It's called Insatiable. Yeah, I, I have recently been in, introduced uh, into the BDSM community. And when I had my first uh, boyfriend that we discovered it somewhat together, we realized that not just were we dominant and submissive, but we have a little separate um, side kink that's called Daddy Dom and Little Girl. And uh, I, as so wait, are you girl, the daddy or the? Oh, there you go. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, you beat me to it. Master over there, question? Daddy Master. Oh, just for fun. Come on. So there's definitely different designations. We've got Goddess Phoenix. You'll have uh, dominatrix that prefer to be called Dame or Domina or Mistress or so. There's so many different nomenclature that can be used. There is a shark coming towards us. Land with shark. A big hard. Land shark. <laughs> Lanchard. It's amazing what Lanchard. you see. Be oh, careful. Beautiful. That's just really pretty. Jen, half the size of your strap on. <laughs> <laughs> he does, indeed. I like that sound, sir. That is a delicious sound to be had. And in case you people haven't figured it out yet, the shark with the dildo in his pants is slapping it on the table yes. just for fun. <laughs> Hammerhead shark, I love it. Good one, Phoenix. It's amazing what you can find or see on luxury lifestyle vacation stores. And you know, the entertainment staff here is spectacular. Jen is part of the entertainment staff, so is Goddess Phoenix. She's one of the educators on board, and we're going to talk to her in a bit. But Jen, tell us what you've been doing. We met you at Naughty in New Orleans last year. We were on the Naughty Cruise together. Mm -hmm. What else have you done in the last year? Well, uh, I tend to spend most of my time working in the Caribbean and Europe. And uh, as probably some of your listeners will know, because often lifestyle cruises go to St. Martin yes. in the Caribbean. Uh, it's a Dutch and French island. And there is a nude resort called Orient Beach, Orient Bay. Uh, so several of your listeners may be familiar with that island. Uh, Hurricane Irma 
devastated the island on September 6th this year. And I feel like we heard a little bit about it in the news and then the next storm came and then the next storm came and uh, they are recovering beautifully, but they are still very much recovering. There's about 30% of the hotel rooms available right now. So a lot of the major large hotels are still in the process of rebuilding. But many of the smaller uh, villas and boutique-style hotels are actually open. And I would very much encourage people to go and support the island. It is And are you still beautiful. working there? I am still working there. I'll be there the whole month of October. It's funny, someone here on the ship, as we've been speaking, because my daddy master lives in St. Martin for 12 years. We met 10 years ago, but... He just says I was blind because uh, okay. we've only been together for about a year and a half the way we are. Uh, someone said to him, is the island green again? Oh. By the way, that happened about a week to two weeks after the storm. The green and the nature, she fights back harder than we do and, all the time. And, you know, we saw that because we were in the BVI just before the hurricane. Yes. Then the hurricane hit. Also very affected BVI. And, and then in December, we went to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. We went on the SDC Caribbean Dreams cruise. And we could not believe how all the greenery had come back. Yes, absolutely. And we spoke to some of the islanders in Puerto Rico, and we said, how did you guys do this? And they just said, it's part of our culture. We always rebuild. We always come back. That's right. Tell everybody to come. Come see our beautiful island, our beautiful country, because we will welcome them. We will have everything ready. And it might not be 100%. But the service, the quality of the food will still be there. Absolutely true. Or they wouldn't be inviting people back. They wouldn't be having cruise ships come through now. Uh, I know that's true for the BVI as well, that it's mostly about the hotels. The rooms are just not quite there yet. But again, St. Martin's lot larger. So they do actually have some boutique hotels. And one or two of the larger ones have opened. And by the end of this year, three or four more are meant to open and then you know we keep going forward so I'll be there in October and January both and is your daddy still living there my daddy still lives there yes. for 12 years daddy 12 years six months and nine wonderful days wow. <laughs> he's wearing a shirt by the way that says in my defense I was left unsupervised <laughs> yeah, this is who this is who I give my my everything to my trust my everything goes to this guy who's unsupervised <laughs> can you give us a little more details about your relationship so for sure, our audience yeah. can understand what that means so uh, daddy Dom little girl is uh, it's a slightly more caretaking style role I identify myself as as what they would say as a middle I, I feel like I'm about a 12 year old brat actually uh, I have my bratty moments and it's tough I you'd think you'd grow out of those things but actually for some of us it's just part of our makeup no I don't want to clean it up, Daddy. That kind of thing, okay. you know? So uh, he has to have a lot of patience, obviously, to be able to handle that and work with that and punish me properly, guide me to being better for him, to better serve him. So. And let's just make sure everybody understands this is all totally 100% consensual. Consensual, and it's, it's how yes. you live your life. I choose it. Yes. I choose onesies. I choose pacifiers sometimes. By the way, the pacifier that we bought last month has like the little clip, so you can clip it onto your sh- the kid's shirt. It's, it's obviously been clipped on my nipple at this point, so <laughs> I, I don't you know what it is about nipples. the juxtaposition between that caregiving, loving, uh, it's the caretaker role, and I need that more than I am able to identify as a masochist. He is a sadist, uh, and I 
I want to have him happy and enjoy that in a safe, sane, and consensual way. Can you explain what is the difference between a sadist and a masochist? A sadist is a person who derives pleasure from giving pain, okay. and a masochist is a person who derives pleasure from receiving pain. I don't always, I don't always enjoy every strike, but I am so much better for the experience. Oh, interesting. And very, when very we work together with a spanking and spend the time to build up the endorphins and uh, increase my pain tolerance, there becomes a different feeling, a different sense of pleasure and accomplishment, for me at least, that comes from pushing my limits for him. And so it's an evolution. Absolutely an evolution, and it's building trust every day. We're really very young in our relationship. We've only been together for a year and a half, so, you know, like any relationship, you're, we're still learning each other. And can I ask you, you love each other? I love him very much. Yay. Very, very much, but I'm not his girlfriend. Okay, got and it. And I'm not his wife. I'm so his you're bitch. his little girl. Okay. I'm his baby bitch, right. and he's my daddy master. Okay. He identifies more as a master uh, 20 years ago or so, he uh, had some involvement with more personal, a few. You had a few slaves. You had some subs. You had some, uh, you had some people that weren't satisfied if they didn't bleed. And I went, what? That's not me. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So this kind of um, feelings that you're feeling is what you put into your music. You are, oh, absolutely. Um, it gives you some more energy. It gets you going again. And you just kind of have a lot of fun with it. It's all cyclic, that energy cycle. You know, being here and meeting new people and having conversations and, and seeing different dynamics. We met uh, two, two couples that are in a polyamorous relationship together. They've been together for about four years. And they are together forever, they say. And they're exclusive with each other. And... It's just fascinating to see all the different dynamics and yes, that energy and that Passion. opening up about different things. You know, some people like anal. I wear a butt plug sometimes and that's not only pleasurable for me and for him, but as a reminder of whose I am. I'm his. I'm owned and collared. So this is not a necklace. This is actually a day collar, they call uh -huh. it. And most people that would not be into BDSM or in the lifestyle wouldn't recognize that. Right, absolutely. So it's sort of a way to know uh, secretly that uh, I'm showing it to the world, nice. whether you know what it is or not. Nice. So, so Jen, just as we wrap up, how about we have a new website coming up. The sexylifestyle.com is being redesigned. We're going to go live in about two weeks. Excellent. How about if we put your new album up on our website? Wouldn't so that all be our wonderful of you to do so? Your beautiful music. Absolutely. So we'll do that uh, probably sometime in July. Okay. And why don't you tell everybody what your plans are for the next six to 12 months? Well, we're going to see you at Naughty, right? <laughs> I will see you at Naughty, yep. Yeah, in the end of July, we'll be down in New Orleans. July 25th to 29th. I'm uh, heading to Europe after that. I'll be working in Amsterdam during Gay Pride and for two weeks thereafter. And then another and you do your dirty show there. Yes, I get to be a little bit dirty yes. in Amsterdam. You're right. Yes. They're actually a quite progressive city, and it's a good thing to have. They are open about kink. They're open about fetish. The Dutch in general are open about all of that. So I do have a White Sox performance. Okay. I sing the national anthem for the wow, White Sox. Oh, congratulations. Not topless, of course. Which day is that? <laughs> uh, July 20, I'm sorry, June 28th. Oh, coming And then up. July 14th and 15th. And I'll tell you what, 
on the 15th is a Sunday, and they sing God Bless America during the seventh inning stretch on Sundays. That'll be me singing that Yay. as well. Yay. And the chances of you seeing the anthem on television are very low, okay. but the chances of seeing God Bless America are very high. Okay. He saw it from St. Martin. Excellent. Isn't that Excellent. Cute? Excellent. So, Jen, quickly, how can people find you, reach out to you? Social media. My website is jenporter.com. It's currently down. Okay. I need to look into that when I get back because I said, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to be able to deal with that while I'm on this cruise. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you guys have been working a lot. Yeah. I just can't seem to do it. Uh, so, uh, jenporter.com. Uh, I'm Jen Porter Rocks on YouTube, Facebook, at twat me, tweet me, Twitter me. <laughs> yeah, all of the social media networks. I'm Jen Porter Rocks. Perfect. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much we for love having you so me much, again. And we're so happy we're here with you again. Me too. And we love seeing you. So I love getting to hang out with royalty, yeah. the reigning king and queen of naughty in New Orleans. Okay. It's true. Yeah. So this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Cal and David. Today we've been talking with Jen Porter, world-renowned singer and songwriter. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code GREATSEX at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code GREATSEX. That's G-R-E-A-T-S-E-X at adamandeve.com. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David broadcasting live from the pool deck of the Crystal Symphony cruise ship. We are up in Alaska with Luxury Lifestyle Vacations and boy do we have an amazing three guests for you now. Goddess Phoenix, world-renowned professional dominatrix and kink educator. We have her husband, Greg, who's a submissive and a photographer, and their sub, Linda. So welcome, everybody. 
Thank you, David and Carol. Thanks for having us on the show. It's our pleasure. Nice to meet all of you. Can you uh, start by first introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about yourself and your relationship with Greg and Sublinda? Sure. I'm Goddess Phoenix. I'm a world-renowned professional dominatrix. I'm a kink educator. I'm a dominatrix to the stars. And I'm a kinky life coach for couples. Wonderful. I'm one of the world's top 10 dominatrixes. I teach all over the world. I've been on several swingers cruises and lifestyle cruises. And as a kink educator, I love it. I love to show people about BDSM and kink and the enjoyments of pleasure that it can come from it. Beautiful. And you have with you your husband who travels with you. Yes, my husband, Greg. He is also my submissive. He's uh, my photographer. He is also a, a switch. He uh, switches for other uh, dominas and shows them the proper way of doing things uh, from the subs perspective. Greg, I'll let you talk a little bit about that. Hi, I'm Greg. Um, and, well, as a switch, being able to both do and receive all the feelings, I can work with other dominas that sometimes when they're new to the scene, they're, they're new to being in charge, they're worried about hurting someone. So they get up to some part where it's just right at the edge of feeling good and they start stopping because they start seeing all these new reactions. I work with them um, to allow them to continue on with that. More please, mistress. Yes, please. Really turn them on and show them that I'm turned on into it so that they can continue to push themselves and feel their own high as they bring their sub to that high as well. Now we have the beautiful um, sub Linda right here with us and she's tied up. So Greg, can you tell us how you tied her up? Well, I tied her up in some uh, knothead nylon rope and it's a basic box tie going around above her breast and around below her breast with something called a clit rope. It's a rope coming between her legs with a knot tied right on top of her clitoris. Oh, and how does that feel? It and feels then, awesome. <laughs> it feels great, especially right now. She's <laughs> pulling on it. So, it so as Goddess Phoenix pulls directly on the clit rope, that will stimulate Sublinda. Ooh, okay. yeah. And then also we have the leash coming out on the front end of it, the, just the extra rope that we can use as a leash and just pull on it as well to stimulate her as she's walking behind us. And just so everyone knows, she, her hands are free. They are not tied behind your back. Um, you are kneeling at the moment because you are a submissive. You don't get to have a seat. Can you tell us a little bit how that works? Yes, um, I present myself as a submissive. So I am under both Goddess Phoenix and Greg. And so right now I am kneeling um, below them because um, they are both above me and have control over my um, stimulation. <laughs> However, I do, I have, my hands are free. I am I able to drink, eat, you know, move freely. Um, I am having fantastic <laughs> um, stimul clitoral stimulation at the moment. And um, it, uh, it feels actually very nice to be um, kind of tucked in. Um, all around, especially around my chest, of almost um, comfortable and still very stimulated um, sexually. And, with every and, and it's all consensual. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And is this the first time you've done this tied up uh, submissive position? Yes, um, I have not ever been um, tied with rope um, before today, so I am. I, I love it, and I think this is going to be part of my. Uh, part of my repertoire now. I, I very much enjoy this. Is it a fantasy that you've had before now? Actually, no. It was ac 
actually a bit of a an area of anxiety, um, but because I feel so comfortable with, with these two, in, in so many ways, um, it, it allows me to release a little bit and not feel that anxiety and kind of work through that a little bit. So when I tied this on to her, she had already told me she was afraid of the chest compression. So I had her put her arms up straight out to her side. Mm -hmm. So that extended her chest already. And as I'm tying this, I'm saying your chest is already expanded. Your arms are up. So that when she lowers her arms, whatever chest compression is actually happening is much less. So it's not as tight on her. So when you lift your arms, it feels tighter. Yes. And you lower your arms, it's, it's comfortable. Yes. Right. Got you. And it's so. a beautiful red. I mean, you're gorgeous, but it's a beautiful red color. Do you get to pick the color or is that something? Oh, no. Okay, no. no. You don't get to do that. <laughs> Red's one of my favorite colors. Okay. Red and purple. Okay. And explain a little bit how you enjoy serving and why. So I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a bit of a bit of a... I am so excited to, to finally get to meet in person Goddess Phoenix. I've been following her for years and years. Um, I met her um, through Dominique Drew, and I am I, I'm just so absolutely excited and overwhelmed that I, I get to um, I get to have this experience with both of you, and um, it's absolutely amazing. I have not only do uh, my my partner um, has been in Goddess's class as well, and we've been quite through quite a few classes um not only um the the whip class but the um kink 101 and and a little bit of this um this bondage as well and oh, sorry and um any anyway i am just i'm absolutely overwhelmed so i'm so sorry i'm a little bit overwhelmed um just being in her presence uh, first of all and uh being able to have this position is just incredible and i so much respect and comfort with these two and it's just it's truly a freeing experience and um and i'm so excited to see more i'm so excited to see where this goes and this leads fantastic so what we're going to do you can hear the music starting in the background uh, the party is going to be starting at the pool here and i know you guys want to go say, take some pictures of all the icebergs that we're seeing up here in alaska so we'll let you guys go um, you can have let pull her and <laughs> orgasm her and do all that cool stuff. We're going to talk to Goddess Phoenix about all the different brands and things that she does. Um, so guys, thank you, Linda and Greg. We will see you guys a little bit later at the bar. Goddess Phoenix, tell us a little bit about you're involved in so many, so many different things. Start with your most favorite and then your most exciting. Well, my most favorite is education and teaching people around the world about safe, sane, consensual play. How long have you been doing this? I have been a professional dominatrix for over 20 years. I'm a legend in my industry. Um, I love what I do. I've got two title belts and 12 trophies. This is your full-time job? This is a full-time job, and it's a job that I absolutely love. And have you always wanted to be an educator and share your knowledge with others? No, not, not really. I've always enjoyed kink, uh, and I only really got into the educational part when I saw that so many people were doing it wrong. And I saw that there were some mistakes being made, and I have to let people know, you know, this is not a Fifty Shades of Grey type scenario. There is a lot more to this, and by educating them and showing them the proper safe, sane, consensual way of doing things, it makes it more pleasurable. I love it when people walk up to me and they said, oh, you're a professional dominatrix. You beat people. Oh. And I go, well, sometimes, but not all the time. You know, sometimes I'm lucky enough to be invited on wonderful ships like this one and to teach and educate and it makes me feel really good when I have people come to my class and say you know what 
I am leaving this class with an experience. Exactly. And on these types of encounters where it's a small ship, there's only 350 to 400 couples here. I'm not sure the exact count, but they actually get to meet you, talk to you, play with you, yes. uh, be your submissive like, like Linda did. And she was uh, in awe of being with, um, with Phoenix, Goddess Phoenix. So you have your followers as well right yes. here with you. Yes. And I love that. I love it when I'll go out and about and people will recognize me. And they're, first of all, they're like, I'm so intimidated. I'm, I'm so scared to approach you. And the moment they do, and they see that I'm down to earth, you know, and I treat people the way I want to be treated, being a submissive doesn't make you any less of a person. It actually makes you a stronger person because you're giving yourself. You are taking that sense of vulnerability to someone who knows what they're doing. So, and I totally respect that. Absolutely. You know, we're good friends with uh, Taylor Sparks, and she was organizing the educators on the trip, and there's many of them, Taylor, Dentamine, Nyla, all, all the, the group of you are fantastic. But Taylor specifically said to us, you need to have Goddess Phoenix on your show. She is a legend, and she's all about sex education. She's all about education. So tell us a little bit about the types of things you teach people, you can teach people, about the world that you live in. Okay, um, I'll start with, we have the largest convention of going 15 years in the world called DomCon. We have two of those, one in Los Angeles um, and one in New Orleans. DomCon is a convention specifically tailored for people who want to learn kink and BDSM and how to do proper skill sets. We have in this convention parades, puppy parades, where people actually dress up as pets. We will have ponies, we will have puppies, we will have people dressing up as otters and you know all different types of animals they dress up as. And it's a lot of fun. It's not um, people you know sometimes forget that kink and BDSM has a whole different layer of adventure to it. And so this conference, is there people who are selling wares, people who are teaching different things? Yes. Tell us a little bit more about what they can get out of that conference. Well, it's a convention. It's the longest uh, okay. convention in the world going 15 years strong. And people who come to this come from all over. We have mistresses that come from Indonesia. Wow. We have mistresses that come from London, England. We have mistresses that come from uh, Australia, Hong Kong. These women come and they present and they teach because they're the top of their field. You know, and they want people to realize that being a professional dominatrix, there's a lot of work that goes into it. A lot of education. We don't just become dominatrixes and professionals overnight. There's years and years of studying and practicing. Now, we're not experts, you know, we're swingers. We're not experts in, the, in your world, in the kink world. But one thing I do understand is that very often in a couple, one of the partners might be interested in kink while the other one's not. But that's still not such an issue if one of the partners gives permission for the other one to go into that kink world and explore on their own, and would they be uh, they be learning different things at a convention like this? And so you don't have to do it as a couple per se. That is correct. We can do one on one. Um, a perfect example is Linda, her partner. Yes. Uh, wasn't really sure about getting involved. He wasn't sure about the BDSM and the kink aspect, and so he watched me work on her. And then after I worked on her for about 30 minutes, he said, I, I have to have some of that. Okay. That is a spanking that I've never seen. The floggers are something I've never experienced. And um, he loved, he said the flogging was like a massage to him. 
And he goes, you know what? I'm going to dabble more into, I'm not going to be so worried or scared about it. You know, he goes, I really enjoyed it, so I'm going to come to your next class. Okay, perfect. And on this couples cruise where we are, because it's couples only on this cruise, it's mostly couples who come to your workshop, but not necessarily both of them that want to participate, and that was a perfect example. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And I love coming on Swingers Cruises because the Swingers, like I said, they're not necessarily into the BDSM or the kink aspect, but when they see someone like myself who knows what she's doing, and I'm doing the flogging on multiple people, or I'm doing a spanking for pleasure they love it so goddess tell us about the whip you were in the main hallway of the ship where the bar is where the reception area is and people were just stepping back and stepping back that sound the crack of the whip what is that all about well I do whips 101 class and it educates people to let them know not to be afraid of the whip that the whip can be pleasurable and it can sting, but it can also be a lot of fun. So people here, they hear bull whips and they're terrified that, oh my God, that's gonna rip me apart. Well, people that were in my class and saw that, people were coming from around the boat when they heard the crack of the whip. Absolutely. Yeah, they loved it. They found out that whips is not all about pain. Sometimes it's about the pleasure aspect of it. And even guys were coming up going, you've got to show me that because, you know, not that I want to learn how to hurt someone, but I want to learn the skill set of doing that safely so that it can be pleasurable for me. So it's men and women who can master the whip. Absolutely. And it can be done on a man or a woman. Absolutely. How she wants. Absolutely. I do it on male subs. I do it on um, one thing as a, a domina and a world-renowned dominatrix. I believe in teaching people um, not to be afraid to try and implement. So if a dom comes up to me, and I've had this happen a million times, they'll say, I would like to learn from a professional how this is done. So I've showed people how to use the bull whips, how to use vloggers, saran wrap, rope, and interrogation. So tell us what is saran wrap. Saran wrap is a unique style of bondage that I use for people. And I spice it up a little bit and I put stethoscope to their ears. Okay. for sensory depth and then I attach the stethoscope to their heart with the, under the saran wrap under the saran wrap so when our fingernails are going over this person their heartbeat starts going faster and faster and they can hear it and through they can the stethoscope. hear it wow. and the moment I start teasing them and I rub my fingernails across their cock or over their balls or I use a flogger on them their heartbeats go stronger and stronger Wow, that's very, very cool. My interrogations are pretty intense, too. Tell us about very that. Neat. My interrogation scenes are amazing. Um, the last lifestyle cruise I was on, um, I had an uh, interrogation class that I taught, and I work with special forces guys. I do waterboarding. And when people hear waterboarding, they're like, what is that? And for anybody who's in the military, they understand what waterboarding is. It's a type of torture technique to get information and extract information out of them. The reason why I started working with um, special forces people is because when I dress up for my scenes, I'm wearing this outfit that you see on, which is, I'll let you describe it. Well, it's beautiful. It's a two-piece bikini style. Is it leather? Latex. It's latex. 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 And it's pink and it's black and then it's got a cover, which is beautiful, lacy cover. Thigh so not high, only is thigh it high strong. Boots. Yes, it also looks strong and powerful, but so feminine at the same time. Absolutely. And so what I do is I want those guys to envision a beautiful woman 
doing this technique to them so that if something ever happens to them and oh. they are kidnapped or whatever, they're going to envision a beautiful goddess doing this to them. Oh. And I've had so many people say, you know what, that helps me in such a way because it's reconditioning their brain that they're not going to suffer. They're going to enjoy that experience. Wow, that's very so, cool. Very, like I said, I, cool. kink is, has it so many different levels and I love it. So over the 20 years, do you have a story that you could share that's either very extreme or something very heartwarming about someone who's learned something from you that's changed their life? Um, I have one story that comes in. I had a gentleman that was in the, uh, the war and he was disfigured and he had never had um, anyone that really wanted to touch his face because it was just very mangled and destroyed. He had severe burns, uh, third degree burns on his face. And I told him, I said, I want you to experience a touch sensory session. And he says, okay, he goes, he was going for the whips. He had come because he wanted to take away the pain from his face with the whips to distract him. And I said, after interviewing him, I said, I want you to come for a touch therapy session. So in the session, what I did is I spent 30 minutes touching and caressing his face, touching him and pulling him into me. And letting him see that how amazing and beautiful he was. And I didn't see any disfigurement. I didn't see scars. And he cried for a very long time and said that that ex- You got me going I know, it gets, it gets to me. It just, David, your turn. <laughs> it's very, very touching. Wow. That um, I gave him that and he has seen me for the last eight years now. And he says that it's very heartwarming to him that he saw someone in BDSM they could actually give him more pleasure than he had experienced in 20 years. Wow. Wow. Very, very nice story. All right. Are you two okay? <laughs> no. That was awesome. It was. It was very touching. So, uh, Goddess Phoenix, tell us uh, what's coming up in the next year for you and how everybody can find you, reach out to you, and learn more from you. Um, I have a lot going on. I've been traveling um, for the last year on tour, teaching around the world from Australia to Amsterdam. I have, um, I will be on the Bliss Cruise with the Swingers Cruise with Lynn, who you interviewed yesterday, and I will be teaching and educating on that. Um, I have a bikini figure competition coming up for women who are 50 and over. Do I look 50? (laughs) No way, No, but neither does Carol. (laughs) (laughs) And no, Carol, you look like a 30-year-old. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. You look amazing. So So the fitness contest is a bodybuilding? Is that what you mean by fitness? It's bikini and figure. Okay. So I do do uh, bikini and figure competitions, and I love it. Miss Lauren Powers met me, and she says, you've got to enter this. She goes, you're statuette, you're beautiful, you're the presence. When you enter a room... Because you're so very tall and and, and just stunning. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. I love what I do. And I tell, and I encourage everybody, go on a lifestyle cruise. If you've never been on a lifestyle cruise, go on it. It's an experience. It truly is because you will meet some of the most amazing people. We always do. And that's what it's all about. And I met you guys. I've heard so much about you. I know that you may think that I'm a legend, but you guys are a legend. (laughs) Thank you. Your show touches so many people and I love you guys thanks for having me oh. on your show Thank no you. wonderful wonderful sharing all all of your information and where can people come and find out more information from you okay my website is www.goddessphoenix.com I'm the CEO of fetpros.com and that's a social media site uh, Twitter is Goddess Phoenix Facebook is Goddess Phoenix 
Everything is Goddess Phoenix. Wonderful. And we are Carol and David broadcasting live from the Crystal Symphony cruise ship at the pool where there's a whole bunch of naked people. It's like 70 degrees up here. We are going through the fjords. There's icebergs in the water everywhere. We just passed by a glacier. We saw some whales earlier. And a waterfall right there. A Look at that stunning waterfall. waterfall. We are here with Luxury Lifestyle Vacations. I just saw Claudia and Pepe go by. We're going to have them on our show on Saturday. So to everybody, thank you so much for listening. Goddess Phoenix, thank you so much. And keep up your great work teaching everybody. This thank is The Sexy you. Lifestyle. We are Carol and David reminding you to stay sexy. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code GREATSEX at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code GREATSEX. That's G-R-E-A-T-S-E-X at adamandeve.com. Are listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carol and and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and we have with us a very beautiful couple katrin and klaus from passionate lifestyle travel they're based in Copenhagen, but they offer services and workshops to people around the world. Welcome, Katrin and Klaus. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about the background and how you got into this. And Well, we've been in lifestyle for several years. Uh, we met three and a half years ago in the lifestyle. Yeah, we actually met at a Tantra Massage uh, course, and uh, we were both in lifestyle before we met each other. So from the moment that we started dating, we uh, wanted to be in an open relationship. So that was the terms from the beginning. And how common is the lifestyle in Copenhagen? It is uh, common, but still it is a minority. We uh, usually keep it a little bit secret because our friends are not really uh, open to hear about all the experiences. And do we you have. have places to play? Are there clubs in Copenhagen? We do have clubs, but we uh, tend to more, today we more do private parties because we like to be uh, with people that we like. So we have our own private uh, Facebook group with about 60 people where we are throwing uh, fun parties every six weeks or so. We are doing workshops, so we are doing one workshop a day. But uh, when we were first on a lifestyle cruise, which is three years ago, it was because we have heard about it, read about it, and we were so excited to try it ourselves. And then we found out that we could actually combine it with doing uh, play shops on the ship because there was like people wanted to learn more and to take their sexuality to a new level. So tell us a little bit about the website that you have passionate lifestyle travel and the purpose of it. 
Well, we uh, found the lifestyle cruises to be very interesting, but not many people in Scandinavia know about it. So we actually established a website where we can promote and uh, the different kind of cruises to give information for other couples who like to come aboard. Because when you don't know, you don't know. Exactly. Can you tell us about your lifestyle, how you guys are together in a couple and the things that you do to keep your sex life spicy and healthy? Well, as I said before, when we started our relationship, we agreed to be in an open relationship. But we found out that that is actually sometimes it is difficult because there, it is so much different than being in a, in a normal relationship. So what we actually do is that we uh, every three months we make new agreements for the coming period. So we look each other in the eyes and we agree on the boundaries that we have. What do we want to do? How, what are we okay with? What are we not okay with? So we negotiate all the time. Can you give us an example? Well, it could be, is it okay to have a date with another person without your partner being there? Uh, and that is a difficult topic because one thing is playing together, another thing is being with someone else. So in the beginning we had like a punch card could be like we had 10 punches for three months we could make 10 dates we found out that it didn't really work for us so now we have it more free but we keep negotiating it every three months to make sure that we are both comfortable and Klaus what is your favorite part of this type of open relationship that you have well I love that we meet other peoples and play with them because it's kind of another flavor of being with them so I like both that we together play with couples but I also like having single dates uh, with other women where I explore the sexuality with that woman for a limited period of time and my thing is important to know that being on a single date doesn't necessarily be in a romance it's never a romance it's a date that is limited to that period of time and I find that people in the lifestyle are much better at limiting it into we meet we have sex we have fun and then we apart that's not the romance as you have in a vanilla place right because you guys as a couple are emotionally emotionally monogamous so when you go out on single day so like Carol and I we, we have one rule we play together same room same bed same pile foursomes morsoms that's our thing we know lots of people in the lifestyle who play separately who have separate dates who have boyfriends and girlfriends on the side but when you bring it all back together how does that strengthen your couple do you guys talk about the sexual experience you had with another woman and what she's doing while you're out with other people well sometimes I want to hear about his experience with another girl and sometimes I don't want to hear about it but what we always practice is we practice uh, transparency and honesty so anything I want to know about a date he had I can always ask and I'll get the answer so there are no secrets nothing hidden uh, do you have boundaries regarding age meaning can you go with an 18 year old boy and he could go with an 18 year old girl if that's what you want to do uh, I think 18 would be a little bit too young but <laughs> <laughs> no, we, don't, we don't have any boundaries as to age but I think there is some e ethical issues here so I would probably not really like him going out with an 18 year old girl I, I think it comes down to we have teenage daughters and we don't want the people we play with to be too close to their age I'm with you my daughter's 26 so I get it beautiful alright so we're gonna just ask you to hold that thought for a second we're gonna come back in a minute and talk about the workshops that you do let's remind everybody that this is the sex lifestyle we are Carol and David stay tuned we'll be right back maximize your orgasms and just let go 
the Thrums of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throws of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And we have the beautiful couple Katrine and Klaus from Passionate Lifestyle Travel here with us. And we've been talking a lot about the lifestyle, the different types of lifestyle, how to be open and how to explore lots of different options. But one of the main things that you're doing is doing your workshops, which you recall them play shops. So why don't you start by telling us something about your first or your favorite play shop that you do? Our favorite play shop is about squirting orgasm. And that's because that was the first one we offered. That all came out because we like to play with the squirting orgasms and we were in Cap Doctor and I was just playing around at the phone party standing uh, giving Katrina a squirting orgasm and this French guy came up to me and said, oh my God, you have to teach me that. So we went to bed and I taught him how to do it and we made his wife squirt and when I turned around, his friend was standing there, you have to teach me too. <laughs> so the following year, we actually had this sign saying free squirting lessons and there was a queue building up. So that's why we decided on the first cruise we went on. So I'm also a very big squirter and one of the reasons why we developed our waterproof pleasure blanket was so that we could save the bed and guarantee the bed stays dry no matter how wet it gets. So our Throws of Passion pleasure blanket is one of the things that we bring with us everywhere we go. So you guys have a bit of a background I hear in some of these um, techniques that you share with others. Tell us a little bit about the, um, the education that you've had and the courses that you've taken. Well, the thing is that we uh, have been in lifestyle for several years, both before we met each other and also really been into it uh, after we met each other. And we have been interested in all kinds of aspects of the sexuality. So we've been educated ourselves within Tantra a lot. We take, uh, we've been educating ourselves within Japanese bondage. We take classes every week. And we have been exploring BDSM, uh, also taking a lot of workshops and education. We are very much into uh, to energy work and working with full body energy orgasms, which we find really exciting. Uh, and then we are also into the orgasmic meditation. What's very interesting about your educational seminars is being swingers, you guys know how to fuck other couples, you fuck each other, you go to parties, 
But so many of these courses, these workshops, these play shops that you do are for just any couple. You don't have to be a swinger. You go to these courses to learn how to spice up your sex life, how to have a better couple, how to have a stronger, better sexual relationship. Let's talk a little bit about how some of these workshops are good for couples. That is completely right because this is not about being a swinger. This is about enhancing your sexual life in within a couple. And uh, so this is about adding spice and adding new flavors to your to your sex life. So it has nothing to do uh, to do with being a swinger actually. So what we usually say is that when we start the play shop that this is a spice you can add if you like it. Try it out once, and if you like it, try it again. But if you don't like it, you don't have to. We want to take out the performance part of sex life. Some people hear about squirting orgasm, and everybody thinks, I have to squirt. No, you don't have to. You should try it, and if you like it, you can play with it. So for us, it's spices you can add on if you like it. For me personally, I've always been interested in orgasmic meditation. I've read about it, and I actually have never tried it, so I should come to one of your workshops. Can you give everybody an explanation about what is orgasmic meditation? Meditation. Well, orgasmic meditation is a practice where a stroker, usually a man, is stroking the clitoris of a strokey, the woman, for 15 minutes. And there's nothing else than stroking the clitoris for 15 minutes. The woman will be undressed from the waist and down. The man will be fully dressed. It's not a sexual act. It is a meditative act where you want the woman to come into these orgasmic waves going up and down. Not necessarily peaking. That's not the goal. There's no goal in what you do except being in a meditative state. And the persons do it for themselves. It's not a service the man do for the woman. It's not a service the woman do for the man. It's just being there. And you actually find it interesting that after 15 minutes, you become really relaxed being in it. And so the benefit of doing this is for relaxation purposes. It is relaxation. And also for the woman, I think, Katrine, you can add into something with taking out the performance for the woman. Well, it is actually amazing as a woman to be able to lie there for 15 minutes with no expectations at all. You have to do a specific thing. If you fall asleep, you fall asleep. If you have a peak orgasm, you have a peak orgasm. If you just are in a meditative state, that is what you do. You don't have to please the man. And that is a little bit different from what you sometimes can get into when you are having sex because this is like a trade. You have to do something for each other. So I think for a couple, it's a very good practice in just being and not being goal-oriented. But isn't it also... Um, 15 minutes of stroking the clitoral area, isn't that also bringing the blood to the area and making all those hormones start getting aroused and excited? And even though it's orgasmic meditation, does it not lead to sex after and better sex and a bigger, stronger, better orgasm? Well, within the actual practice of orgasmic meditation, that does not lead to sex because that is the whole purpose that you take that expectation out of it. The woman goes into it with the trust that this is what happens and nothing else. Then, of course, afterwards, you can set a new scene where you have sexual activity and then you are in a very relaxed state. So, very good idea, but that is not the purpose of the orgasmic meditation. And maybe I should add one of our other play shows with the squirting orgasm 
we emphasize that this is a cooperation between the couple. It's not something the woman have to be able to or the man have to be able to. It's a cooperation. And what we've seen in some of our play shops, a couple that really, really connected strongly. There was a woman who got extremely strong squirting orgasm and the husband looked at me and says, I never seen her orgasm like that. And I said, when did you meet? He said, 15 years ago. <laughs> wow. And the connection they had afterwards, the way he held her, looked at her, really, really caring and loving, it gave me the goosebumps. That's so nice. Now, now that I've trained my body to squirt, I can actually initiate squirting at any moment. I do not need David to make me squirt, but I still wow. love him. <laughs> so very often what I do is I mount David like in a cowboy position and I just take his cock, I tap my clit, I squirt everywhere and then I, then I ride him afterwards and he loves it. So I know that I don't need him, but I make sure that he enjoys the experience as much as I do. What do you mean you don't need me? <laughs> We've been married for almost five years, together 12 years, and now you're done with me? You're throwing me out? No, I need your cock, baby, that's for sure. Well, Katrina can squirt herself as well if you like to, but she says it's much nicer when I do it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your Japanese bondage class? Japanese bondage class is an introduction to Japanese ropes, and it's just giving people an idea of what it is. It's an art, a Japanese art. You have to practice a lot to become a master of it, but also you are actually able to play with it just knowing a few nuts. So we want to show people that you can do the basics and have fun with it. You don't have to be taking classes for years to be play with it. But it's super sexy to be walking around with this bondage rope on and the techniques, and it's just beautiful. And do I understand it right that it's a little bit of pressure so that when you remove it, it still leaves like a lattice mark on your body? Is that correct? It is. Yes, the rope scrapes pressure on your body and uh, the sensation of the rope is very nice against the skin. Uh, so this is actually uh, also playing with Japanese bondage is something that you can do sexual because it's like it's it's very sexy and you get really horny by it. But you can actually also use it like for meditation. You can get into like a meditative state because what you what as a woman if you get tied up or as a man it doesn't have to be the man tying up the woman. It might as well be the woman tying up the man. But it is that you have to surrender. You have to let go of control and just be. And that is really nice feeling which gets you horny and relaxed and for some people it's so difficult to just let go and so it's a state of mind that you're training your mind to be relaxed a lot of women are in control in their daily life and really have to control everything being into Japanese bonding being tied up several women says that for once they can't actually do anything they just have to surrender and the moment they surrender they relax and feel it as a freedom it's maybe a contradiction but being tied up is a freedom for some women that is very interesting but do you feel sexy does it actually end up in a sexual act well, often it does, but not necessarily. We take classes in Copenhagen in Japanese bondage and they have like practice evenings. At the practice evenings, there's actually no sexual activity. People just practice the sensuality about being tied up. But other evenings, they have a like practice night as well where it does get sexual. But to say it doesn't necessarily lead to sex, but it can. I think I think we need a disclaimer here and tell everybody, you can't just go to Home Depot, buy some rope and tie each other up. You need to go to these classes because it's a real art how you do it, the proper knots, putting it in the right places because I guess someone can get hurt if they're not doing it the right way. 
It's correct. You can actually hurt some of the damage some of the, your nerves. So you have to know what you're doing. But the idea of the class is saying with few basic knots, knowing what you're doing, you can play with it. And I have to add to Katrina's that doing a play date with a woman and using ropes to tie her can make women really, really horny. So it doesn't have to lead to sex, but sometimes it definitely leads to some really juicy sex. I'm tying you up later, baby. Get you mega horny, hornier than you always are. All right, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And when we come back, we're going to talk about fantasies. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And we're talking with Katrin and Klaus from Passionate Lifestyle Travel who are based in Copenhagen. One of the play shops that you do is all about fantasies. And I think you developed this play shop because part of your lifestyle and how you guys live together, it includes a lot of fantasy work. So why don't you tell us about how you guys fulfill your fantasies? Well, we talk very freely about our fantasies and there's no taboos in what you fantasize about. And we actually made a list of my fantasies and Katrin's fantasies and common fantasies. And then we help each other live out those fantasies. Is it something you do weekly or monthly? Well, it's not really on a time schedule, uh, So, but we do it quite often. It could be once a month, once every second month, depending so on, the, on the fantasy. So when you're having dinner, you say, hey, are we going to do a fantasy this weekend? No, it's more going to be like, uh, Katrina has told me different kind of fantasies, and I pick one out that I would like to serve her with, and then I start arranging it. Uh, the last one could be fantasy where she uh, fantasized of being led into a basement and have these men in clothes and masks standing there with this music playing, putting on an altar and kind of a, a sexual sacrifice. So I arranged a guy who took her for dinner. She met with him on a blind date. She thought she was going on a dinner date, but in reality, he took her in the car, blindfolded her, drove her out to a place where there was a French woman receiving her, talking to her in French all the way up the stairs into a room, undressed her, and when she was undressed, she took the blindfold off, and these six men were standing in clothes and masks, white shirt and black pants, the music was playing, and they were lifting her up. Carol's she almost wet. fainted at that time. So they lifted her up, put her on the altar, covered her with a purple sheet, and start touching her all the way, cutting holes for her breast and her pussy, and just start pampering her. Nice. Well, Carol helped me live my fantasy last New Year's Eve. I, um, I wanted to have a couple of women orgasm on my bald head. So the women were like, I'm in, I'm in. And both of them, not only did they orgasm, but they squirted all over my head. And I'm, of course, I made sure it was shaved smooth. And they came back a couple of times and they, well, they kept coming and coming and coming. But it was very erotic feeling the pressure on my head with their pussies, the warmth, the heat. And it was a great way to bring in the new year. So I love the fact that it's a surprise then. You present this fantasy in real life as a surprise. Do you pay it back after? Like you 
take Nats next is your turn. No, this is not a trade. This is giving each other a present. So there is no night like time schedule on it, and uh, so you just do it whenever you feel like you want to surprise him with something really nice. Well, uh, Katrina actually fulfilled one of my biggest fantasies uh, some month ago. Klaus, you really like girls, and I know oh, you. I and I know you had this fantasy of being uh, having your own little harem, and you've been talking about this ever since I met you the first time. So what I did was I arranged for you to, uh, or I arranged for four girls to come into my summer house and spend 24 hours together with you. We had a chef coming there, cooking dinner for us, and the whole afternoon, the whole evening, we were playing. In the morning, you went around to each of the uh, of the rooms with the women and you woke them up, and that was that was such a blast for you. And you were included in the playtime. I was actually included in the playtime, which was very nice, and I really enjoyed it. Sometimes I'm not included in the fantasy. I might fulfill one of Klaus's fantasies where I'm not part of it. Like one, there was this event in a private BDSM club, and Klaus really wanted to go. And uh, I had a difficulty being there, uh, and I asked him, would you like to go with someone else? And he named the name of the girl he would like to bring. I told him that I was going to go with him. We, I had to be in his house at seven. But what I did do was that I arranged with this other girl to actually come to his apartment and pick him up as well, or instead, as a surprise. So let's just talk a bit about how important fantasies are in a couple relationship, not just yours, but couples in general. And what about couples who say, I don't have any fantasies, there's nothing I really want to try. And, you know, let's let's tell them how important it is to communicate with their partner what their fantasies are. You know, as a guy, the first thing you're going to say is, I want a threesome. You know, and she's going to say, I want a threesome. But, you know, that's the simple stuff that, you know, she wants two guys or maybe a girl and a guy. And he wants always two girls with big tits. And, you know, there's lots of them out here. But what about those couples that don't know how to communicate and talk about what their fantasies are? I think it's really important that you are free to express your fantasies and that the partner is really open to listen into the fantasies without any judgmental because the moment you start judging the fantasy it becomes a taboo. It can be really difficult to say a fantasy that you yourself may be a little bit shameful about having. And that's why it's really important receiving it with a very open mind. For us it's been lovely. We never had any judgment of any of the fantasies that the other expressed. I've heard some couples actually uh, put their fantasies down on a piece of paper in a, like a, a job jar and once a week or once a month they'll pull out a fantasy and whether he or she wrote down the fantasy that's the one that they would fulfill that week and I think that's a nice fun way also and it's a good surprise and it keeps that spark in your sex life. It definitely keeps the sparkling in the sex life. The thing is that what we do and I think it's very important when you share fantasies is that if you say out a fan, if you say a fantasy out loud and your partner might not be into it this is always a tricky point he goes like oh I don't really want to do that so what we do always is that we receive it in a loving way and I could go like Klaus that sounds like an awesome fantasy for you I don't think I'll really be into that but but it sounds really nice so I'll never judge anything he says in regards to fantasies and if you don't want to do it is it something that you say well, I could arrange it for you but I'm not going to participate 
I could say that, but I could also say I don't really feel that I can do that for you now uh-huh. because the thing is uh, you don't have to do everything. Right. You only have to do what what you feel comfortable doing and that is such an important point. Never overstep your boundaries. You might push them, you might move them, but don't ever do something that you don't feel like doing. And that's all about the communication and the honesty that we were talking about earlier. You listen, you don't judge, but you got to say, this isn't for me. And we actually have a play shop we call Games of Fantasies, where we are playing on some of the fantasies. And it works in a way where we form a circle, and then anybody can put a wish or fantasy into what we call the wish pond. Then all the ones in the circle can volunteer to fulfill that wish. And the person wishing is then the one choosing one, two or more to fulfill the fantasy. If there's a match, they go play out the fantasy. Uh-huh. If there's no match, we pass it on to the next. Now, is this fantasy done in front of everybody or is it done in private once you've found the match? It's done in front of everybody. It's going to be in the playroom. There are sections in the playroom that are more discreet than others, so you can always find a mattress in the corner to do that. Then is it described afterwards? So how do you round that up at the end of the play shop? We round it up by going around, making sure everybody's feeling good, and we check in with everybody that, okay, is this good? We are not having kind of a sharing afterwards because people, fantasies might take longer time than others, so they don't end at the same time necessarily. But it is about being able to express your fantasy and volunteering to serve because it can be equally rewarding serving a fantasy than it is to getting your fantasy fulfilled. Absolutely fantastic. Kareen, Klaus, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you take a minute just to remind everybody again how they can reach out to you, get some information from you, and experience some of those great workshops that you are putting on. They can contact us through our website, passionatelifestyletravel.com. There's a contact sheet there, write to us, uh, and we'll get in contact with you. We will have also a play shop sheet there, so if they want to book us to come over and do some of these play shops for them, we can also do that. Or if they'd like to know more about lifestyle travel, please contact us. It's such a great way of living. It's such a fun part. All right, let's remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and boy, that was a great show. Thanks, everybody, for being here. You know, each week we're learning more and more from all our fantastic expert guests, and we hope you do too. And as always, remember, great sex matters. And you deserve it. We all deserve it. And we encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality in all the different ways to spice up your sex life. To find out more, go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com radio show guest page, and see all our amazing sexpert guests. Click on their link and contact them if you need more advice. Well, that's it for our show today, and boy, it was an enlightening and great show. Special thank you to all our kink and BDSM guests, and especially to you for listening. And remember to sign up on SDC.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. Use promo code 30314 for the first month free. Check it out. And we have some amazing trips coming up. We do. Um, We, as reigning king and queen, are going to be in New Orleans to celebrate Naughty in Orleans on July 25th to 29th and we get to lead that amazing parade down Bourbon Street and around the French Quarter so come join us and let's not forget our luxury uh, SDC cruise to Cuba December 4 to 11 and we're going to be there so for more information you can about these trips or anything else you can visit our website thesexylifestyle.com or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com Join us again next time for another amazing hour of The Sexy Lifestyle. 
We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 